Hey everybody, happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of P for Podcast. My name is Laura Mitchell and I'm going to be your host today and next Wednesday and the Wednesday after that, as long as you're willing to come back and give us a listen. We are really grateful for all the love we've gotten the past couple weeks and so I'm very excited to bring you a whole new episode today with my dear friend, JC Nelson. She is an absolute rock star. She is so inspiring. She's a champion for the people and she is bold. And that's this week's word, be for bold. And I know just how hard it can be to be bold, even if the Lord is asking you to do so. So we're gonna talk about that today. And it's gonna be really beneficial to you because I know it was to me as well. So let's go ahead and jump right into this conversation. It's gonna be real informative. It's a fun one. I loved recording this and I can't wait for you to hear what JC has to say. JC. Hi, Laura. How are you? I am so fabulous now that I'm speaking with you. I know. I've missed hearing your voice every day. JC has one of the most soothing voices in the whole office. Don't at me. (laughs) I like that you call it soothing. I would call it monotone, so thank you. (laughs) Monotone. (laughs) I've never once thought that. Have you ever? uh, Did you watch the show Daria? Yes. Okay, so I have been told that I sound like Daria. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I think it, you know, it kind of... You have more influx, I think. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a comment on this podcast if you Yeah, disagree. let me know your thoughts. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. Well, as you guys can tell, me and JC are on the phone. We are still quarantined due to COVID-19. So that's why it sounds like we're on the phone because we are literally on the phone and unfortunately can't do this in person, but that's okay. We're not going to let quarantine keep us from doing what we need to do. Exactly. So JC, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us your name, even though I just said it, uh, what you do, and then tell us an item that you collect. All right. So my name is JC, like you said, and I am a director of marketing for, as you know, a corporate events company. We like to call ourselves a desk destination management company so we have events in the dallas Worth area and we help out with services as you know for corporate and association meetings mm-hmm. um so for the item that i collect um i'll tell you two okay. one um is embarrassing and i don't do it anymore my mom forced me to do it <laughs> And that was collecting spoons from the different states that we traveled to. So I don't know. I think they still do it to this day. But in gas stations around the country, they have these little um, little merry-go-round things with different spoons from their state. And so I've got a caboodle somewhere at my parents' house <laughs> with about 30 spoons from different states I love that and I also love that you <laughs> use the word caboodle <laughs> yeah well it is a caboodle it's purple and pink That's um, yeah so I used to do that and I stopped a long time ago I promise and <laughs> now I'd say, yeah I'd say that I collect uh heirlooms 
Okay. So from my grandmothers and my great aunts and my grandfather and family members that have passed away, I have them displayed throughout my house. That's so awesome. I, yeah, it's I don't know I don't remember. There's one there's one item for sure that I remember that it was this photo of this like the blackest horse you've ever seen um in a wood frame and it sat on my grandparents um fireplace mantle and I just remember that like from my childhood just staring at that photo Mm -hmm. and so now it's on my mantle but over the years I've yeah I've gotten some pretty cool things from them so it's just nice to see it and you know remember the people that have passed before me that's so cool that's so special yeah Yeah, I love it oh and you really could keep those forever and then pass them down and then it's just it's like a generational thing at that point that's so fun exactly so I you know and some of this stuff is like you know things from that like my mom's mom had when she was a little girl and um so it's just it's really cool to have those kind of memories around that's great yeah Oh, that's way better than like I collect like coffee mugs, so I feel like yours is way cooler than well, mine. <laughs> yeah, each their own. Coffee mugs are cool too. Fair enough. I just, I just stopped collecting them because I stopped drinking coffee. But wow, proud of you for being able to stop collecting. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are the gifts that keeps giving. True, they're practical. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and they're funny. Yeah. We have the best coffee mugs. <laughs> I have my baby Yoda mug on my desk right now. Oh, nice. See, you have a mug for theme. I do. And it. we're recording this on May 4th, so it's yeah. only appropriate to mention it on May the 4th be with you. Yeah. I'm glad to see you did. <laughs> People need to know. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> Take notes of that. Mm-hmm. But circling back, so let's talk about how the hospitality industry has been affected by this virus. Um, I briefly touched on this in the first episode, and if it wasn't clear enough, JC and I are coworkers, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that is how we met. But, I mean, JC has been involved with the marketing side of our company, which I feel like that's so important right now is getting – the name of our company out there uh, for whenever things open back up. So what has this been like for you? I'm sure your day-to-day is very different than it was in February. Definitely. So I, you know, back in February, um, I'd say like towards the middle of, I would say towards the end of February, beginning of March, we started realizing that things were changing for us. Mm -hmm. And so there were many projects that we had on our to-do list and we were just like, strike all of this, you know, all the work that we've already done, we've had already planned out, you know, social media, our content calendar for the next month. And it was kind of like, we've got to really just like kind of hunker down for a minute mm-hmm. and see how everything goes down before we start new projects or finish projects or even, you know, sharing on social media is a little bit scary because um, so many people had different opinions about 
how things should be handled and you know emotions were high and people there's a lot of fear and anxiety and so Mm -hmm. we had to be really um I wanted to be really careful about how we um how we handled ourselves and you know what we were saying so we just kind of pulled back for a little bit and then you know I uh follow a lot of Dallas bloggers on social media and they have been so great at sharing content from, you know, about what small businesses are doing and, mm. you know, different resources that are available to people that are going through hard times. And um, we decided to do a little bit of a pivot and where we normally don't share this type of content, we started sharing stuff about, you know, like different restaurants that were having specials locally. Um, we weren't sharing photos of past events or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was really just like how, you know, like having content that would help people. Yeah. And it wasn't so much about us trying to, you know, be popular or, you know, get some kind of notoriety. It was really just like we have been, you know, working in this city, you know, our company has been around for 27 years and you and me have been there for, you know, three to five years. So, we have so many resources available and we have so many partners around and everyone's kind of hurting right now. So we really just had to focus more on like, how can we help people, which is, I feel like, you know, pretty core to the culture of our company, Mm -hmm. uh, especially with, you know, our, um, every month matters program where we try to do different, you know, charity give backs every month. Mm -hmm. So it's been, um, it's been more rewarding, uh, you know, kind of, cause it's, I can help people, you know, yeah. like events and meetings are great and we're always helping people, but sometimes it seems like, you know, things that we worry about are not as, um, important as some of the things that we're worried about now. Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice to be able to kind of help people through that. And we've had a lot of like really great interaction on social media of like different organizations saying like, thank you so much for, um, you know, posting this and getting the word out there. We, I posted something a couple of weeks ago and because I shared this link, they ended up getting an extra $500 charity match. I didn't know this, this was going to happen, but it's just nice to, to be able to do that stuff for a little while. Um, and you know, it's the one thing that we can kind of control. Um, but obviously, as you know, there are no events right now. There are no meetings right now unless they're Mm -hmm. virtual. Mm -hmm. So besides social media, we've really had to focus on what we can be doing for companies that are meeting virtually or postponing meetings or just need a way to like engage with people. Um, and we've started putting together these really cool virtual meeting kits that have, um, paddles in them. So you can, you know, hold up a sign and interject your thoughts into a zoom or a, um, virtual call without interrupting, Um, We have a bingo card that's really fun to play along with and funny because just weird things happen in virtual meetings, like, (laughs) you know, seeing someone's spouse walk by without their shirt on or something. Um, That hasn't happened to us, but I've seen it. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's just, it's, it's been uh, challenging and I think, um, 
rewarding to be able to give back to our community and help other people out right now. Definitely. Okay. It's time to be bold. Are you ready for this? We're getting bold. I am so ready. Did that sound bold? That was the boldest (laughs) statement I've heard at least today. (laughs) I bet my mom would agree when she listens. (laughs) Hey, Jan, we love you. We love you. Okay, so this is the Merriam-Webster definition of bold. Showing an ability to take risks, confident and courageous. So let's talk about that, what that means in our daily lives, A. But B, I also think it's worth addressing that sometimes when you're bold, you're not really confident about being bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I yes. want to make a note to come back to that. So, JC, what does being bold look like to you? To be someone that I thought that other people wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. And it took me a really long time to understand that for me, what being bold is, is honoring my feelings, honoring my thoughts, honoring my emotions and being true to them. And sometimes it's not always going to be the most popular thing to be bold. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it'll be the most popular thing to be bold. It goes, you know, it just kind of depends on where you're at on that spectrum. Yeah. But you really have to just, for me, it's doing it for myself and not allowing um, myself to worry about, you know, obviously I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but, you know, not being concerned about, you know, are people going to be upset with me? Like, Am I going to be, like, not cool for doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's hard because we. I feel like we live in a society where approval is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. But for all of us, we should, you know, approve of ourselves over anything else. For so sure. I know that if I'm being true to myself and living my, my truth, that... you know, I'm on a good path. So yeah, yeah. that's great. I know for me, it's very hard to be bold. I'm a people pleaser through and through. I don't like people to be mad at me. And when I think they're mad at me, I overcompensate. I try to be self-aware enough to know that. So can you give us an example of what it's like to be bold when you did not know if you could be? So I grew up being going to church mm-hmm. and it was never an option for me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, you know, we'd go to Sunday school and then we'd like go in the hallway and we'd, our parents would talk to people and we'd all have to talk. And mm-hmm. I am an introvert and this is like still haunts me to this day that I had to stand in this hallway and talk to people in between church mm-hmm. and Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, it was, you know, We'd stand in this hallway, ask my dad, Dad, do we really have to go to church today? Yes, we're going to church. It was like every Sunday. And then we'd go out to eat. Go to Libby's probably. Amazing. Hit up the Jello station. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it was, you know, I went to Wednesday night stuff. I did mission trips. I, you know, all my friends were in church, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I went to college, I went to Oklahoma University mm-hmm. and the church that a lot of the students were going to is this Bible church. 
mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I mean, not Bible church, but it was more a contemporary church. Okay. And I just did not gel with it very well. Mm-hmm. And I started to, you know, have some doubts and not doubts about, you know, God or anything like that, but just about, um, other Christians and living, living their life a certain way and being, you know, judgmental and all of that. And, um, I just, I felt like the God that I grew up knowing and loving was an all loving God. And that, you know, he would welcome anyone into his church. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why he sent Jesus, our Lord and savior to, you know, forgive people of their sins and not to say that we can all be, you know, out here while now, but you know, it's not anyone else's place to be judgmental and use, you know, right. The church against them. And so I just kind of saw behaviors that I didn't really care for. And I became, yeah. you know, closer with friends who didn't grow, grow up having to go to church and, you know, were, you know, didn't want to go to church anymore. And, you know, we'd have other conversations about that kind of stuff. And, so throughout like kind of my adulthood, I've had kind of a, a tug and pull of, you know, being going to church pretty consistently and, you know, reading my Bible consistently and then not at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that I'm 33 and I'm feeling a different place in my life and I've definitely, you know, go to church more often and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm more active in that. Mm-hmm. I still have those friends back in college that don't believe in God. And, you know, so it's hard for me to say anything. And I'm learning now that I have to be bold about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, you know, just, I can't, I I shouldn't be worried about what they think. Yeah. Uh, You know, I believe what I believe and I've got to, you know, so I've, you know, started trying to like, say things and interject things and be more open about it rather than just kind of keeping to myself about my beliefs and, mm-hmm. you know, who I pray to and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think, like you said, you know, um, just because you're bold doesn't mean that you're not scared. Right. I think, you know, that's where you, you just, I've had to kind of like feed from mm-hmm. is that, you know, I, yes, I might be scared, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like I know it's going to be okay. Yeah. And as long as I'm true to myself, I'll be fine and I'll work it out. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the easiest to be bold, but right. You know, if you, I've learned to, um, talk with myself more. Yeah. I had, to, yeah. you know, to get, to get me to a point where I'm comfortable and I'm, I'm good with it. Definitely. Yeah. Confident and bold are not synonyms of the other. I feel right. like every time I have to be bold, especially with faith, there's just something about talking about your faith. And this isn't the case for everybody, uh-huh. but it's so nerve wracking because especially like in my head, I it's almost like the devil gives me a list of every mistake I've ever made and why what I'm saying isn't true. So I'm talking to somebody about my faith and what God's done in my life and in my heart. And it's like, Oh, but that one time you drank and you weren't 21. 
It's like, okay, well, maybe that wasn't the best move at the time, but it still made me who I am today. Right. And I also think that, you know, there's a reason that we celebrate Easter. Yeah. Because, you know, like, God knows that we're not perfect beings, and Mm -hmm. he accepts that, and he loves us, and regardless, and, you know, again, doesn't mean we can be out here, you know, wild now, but... (laughs) You know, he he forgives us of those sins, and yep. um, you know we can't we can't dwell on the past or mistakes or anything like that. Right, and we're not built to be perfect. Like we are no. going to mess up daily, but God isn't lingering on those mistakes because nope. he still sees the potential in you, and he hasn't given up on you, and it's so important to remember that good works don't get you into heaven. So it's not as if going to church every single day for your entire life is going to get you into heaven. If you're not actually in your heart, believing what you're saying and what you're doing. Right. So I feel like for me, when I have to get the most bold, it's, it's when I get this whisper in my head and I feel like I'm fortunate in that God does talk to me, not, flat out, hey, you should move to Tennessee or something like that. It's just, you should go pray with this person or you need to talk to this person. You need to reach out to this person. It's just like this this little thing that can make such a big difference. Um, In the fall, for example, uh, I had just gotten to my parents' house. I was leaving for Washington, D.C. the next day, and we got word that my grandfather really wasn't doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was hard. I mean, my mom had lost her brother the year before. And so it was just a lot of loss for this family. And unfortunately, because my mom's side of the family is in another state, we don't get to see them as much as we would like. So I hadn't seen my grandfather in a long time, except we were fortunate to see them when we went to Lake Tahoe um, in June. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean... We're hearing this around Thanksgiving, so obviously plane ticket prices are way more expensive, and hotels are expensive, even in their tiny, tiny town, Um, and everybody was stressed. You could tell that we weren't really focusing on the fact that my grandfather was dying, but we were focusing on the fact that we weren't sure how we were going to make this work, and my mom was stressed, my dad was stressed, I was stressed, and so I start getting ready for bed, and then I hear that usual hey, Laura, you need to go pray with your parents. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? I need to do what? (laughs) Yeah. But I listened, and my heart was beating probably a thousand miles a minute, beats a minute, whatever, and go into my parents' room, and we all just cry together, and we pray, and you just feel this weight lift off our shoulders. And the air was more breathable, which was so nice. Uh, Yeah. And I don't say that to brag on myself in the slightest. I say that because when you're asked to be bold in the eyes of God, it's okay to be a little hesitant. Mm -hmm. But what you get on the other side once you've done that bold thing is so rewarding. For sure. Because, you know, I I feel like it's because he knows knows what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not everyone, like you said, not everyone hears that. Mm-hmm. Um, that voice necessarily. So you're definitely fortunate to hear that voice. But, you know, I think we all, maybe we all hear it in different ways. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I really think I've always, always believed that when God closes one door, he opens another and really simply that, you know, sometimes what we want for us is not what's right for us. Right. And we don't necessarily know that, but someone else does. Yeah. H.A. God. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes things are going to be taken away or we're going to put through Mm -hmm. trying times. It's, you know, speaking of like trying times, you know, with my mom going through pancreatic cancer, Mm -hmm. I am a major introvert. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say major. I'm an introvert, Mm -hmm. but I kind of pass for an extrovert, but I feel very introverted on the inside. And so the thought of having to talk with people about my mom's cancer was like, I mean, you know, I could barely like talk to you guys without crying. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like an automatic trigger. And my mom, uh, when all this happened, she kept getting all these messages about, um, that she needed to get a caring bridge website so that people could stay on top of what she, like her progress and everything. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, obviously, not obviously, but out of my brothers, I was the one that was like, Oh, okay. Like you can write it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would hate to be that person that is on the phone all the time, texting, calling, whatever, because people want updates on my mom. Yeah. And Caring Bridge, I, you know, started writing back in November mm-hmm. and I didn't really know, I'm not like a really like forthcoming person with my feelings. Like if you don't really know me so well, you probably don't know exactly how I feel about things. <laughs> and I just, I don't, it, the platform, I could have never spoken the way that I did in person mm-hmm. um, to someone if they asked me about the situation with my mom. But I have been able to spend hours crafting messages that I felt really good about sharing with people. But a lot of it was, some of it's kind of uncomfortable stuff to say. It's scary yeah. stuff to say, you know, like talking about her procedures, talking about, you know, all of these medical terms that I have no idea what they mean, you know, like I've certainly done my research, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm a, I'm a marketing, I'm, I'm, I'm not a PhD. So I, you know, like talking about that kind of stuff or like talking about my emotions or, or my family's emotions, you know, all of this kind of stuff has been, um, really, it was, it's been really kind of cathartic for me to be mm-hmm. able to express it like that mm-hmm. because otherwise I don't know that I would have been able to express it, yeah. but I've had to be really bold and some of my, um, my posts mm-hmm. and I really feel like that was like God's way of helping me get through this. Yeah you know, of having this outlet that I could speak on and that I could, you know, be expressive and tell people how I'm feeling. Right. And I think, you know, like my mom still gets a lot of feedback on it and I still get messages from people telling me like what a good job I'm doing. And I have never ever thought of myself 
self as being a good writer. Mm-hmm. And I've learned through all of this that I am. <laughs> you Not are. Just, but I'm, you a, are. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good writer. And, you know, I've been able to really kind of not only help myself through it, but to help other people yeah. also through it. And I think, you know, that's just a, a really good example of me having to be bold because there's certainly been nights where, like, I have written and rewritten a post, you know, for hours. And I've edited it and I've um, cleaned it up and I posted it, you know, 2 a.m. and uh, late night, like early morning, <laughs> you know, because I have to be like in this mindset where I can talk about this kind of stuff. For sure. Um, you know, it's, it's weird. You were talking about, God talking to you and I don't really I don't know that I've ever really heard him but when I think about like some of these posts I I feel like maybe that is him Mm -hmm. like speaking to me you know and like giving me the words to to cope with how I'm feeling yeah and how she's feeling I have to you know I have to be like her voice as well as my voice Mm -hmm. um because she just doesn't necessarily feel super great about getting on the phone she's tired and yeah she's answered the question 10 (laughs) times 20 times already you know so it's been a lot on me to really be bold and speak on behalf of not only my mom but my family and and Mm -hmm. myself I'd say that's extremely bold (laughs) (laughs) and I definitely think like and with God it's not always you know and we kind of touched on this but it's not always him vocalizing something to you but maybe it's feeling through him mm-hmm. so it's maybe he didn't he's not in your ear telling you every word to say but he's giving you the courage and he's given you the platform and the opportunity to really express something that a skill that you didn't realize you really had yeah 100 percent. it's so cool how he does that it is cool. I mean, I, <laughs> my mom didn't have to get cancer for me to discover that. But, <laughs> um, but, no, but seriously, I, I think, you know, beyond that, obviously, you know, I work in marketing now and I'm, I'm writing a lot more. So mm-hmm. I've certainly, it's, um, it's been interesting to me to see that part of me kind of open up that like for writing sure. where I really, and I've always you know, I've always heard people talking about, you should journal, you should journal. And I'm like the person that starts the journal. And then two days into it, I've already stopped. Yeah. I've, I've stopped <laughs> buying journals for that reason. But I've started writing more. And like at home. And um, I, I think social media kind of started it for me because uh, mostly Instagram. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't share so much on Facebook anymore, but on Instagram, just like a platform to me be for me to be honest about how I'm feeling. And it's, um, it's crazy to me because I, you know, hear people, um, hear from people sometimes after I posted something about like how, what I said, really impacted them Mm, mm -hmm. and I just never really thought (laughs) I don't know I I feel like I was just kind of like sharing my thoughts and eventually it became this like 
again, for me, like helping other people, I realized that um, so many people felt certain ways and they weren't speaking up about it Mm -hmm. because it was uncomfortable and maybe embarrassing or scary or whatever. Um, But I started to realize that other people didn't want to speak up and maybe if... (sighs) Oof, I was comfortable. Sorry, a bug just flew up my nose. <laughs> well, um, that's not okay. That was really bold. That was very bold. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but I realized that through posting, you know, and sharing my truth and being bold and not afraid of what people think of me, that I was helping other people cope with their feelings. Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's very rewarding to be able to use um, a gift to be yes. able to help others. Yes. I'm not super, you know, athletic or anything. So, <laughs> not, I don't have that gift. I can't sing. So, I'll help others. I think that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. And that's, just, I mean, bold in itself is, I think, being comfortable while uncomfortable I feel like really does <laughs> it's yeah. like the perfect oxymoron almost um, no but it explains it so well yeah and according to desiringgod.org um, an article by John Bloom called Lord make me more bold he said boldness is acting by the power of the Holy Spirit and I just think there's so much power in that because I mean think about it the Holy Spirit that is that is a bold powerful spirit right there um and so to even have just a piece of that in you to do the works of God like it gives me goosebumps to talk about it just having that in your corner that makes me want to be bold all the time but I'm I know I'm not going to be because I'm not that bold of a person but when I am being bold, it's nice to know that God's got me. He's got his arm around me. We're doing this together. It's not you being bold by yourself, but it's being bold with the Lord and doing what he needs you to do to impact other people. 100%. And I will also say, what did I text you on your birthday? The because if you tell me that you ever. are not, if you tell me that you are not bold, I'm gonna get in my car and drive over to your apartment. Come anyways. Yeah, and I was gonna say thank you, but I don't want to be gross. But you are so bold. You are uh, you are a spitfire. You are very you know. I think that it's amazing. I've always been impressed by you because you are you're I don't want to say you act older than you are but you are and you're it's not even that you're so mature you're just so wise for your age um you are confident and speaking up when you're speaking up for uh the small people and you know the people that can't speak up for themselves and I I Uh, Yeah, I think you're such a bold person. And, you know, you might be scared, but I definitely see 
you as, you know, a leader and someone that um, is kind of a guardian of others and being bold for them. Oh, you are so sweet. Well, it's true. (laughs) Well, I've got to say, honestly, whenever I came up with the idea for this podcast, the first name that popped into my head that I had to interview was you. The first person. And so, honestly, your boldness and your ability to say what needs to be said when maybe no one else wants to say it inspires me to want to do this podcast. Okay, well, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) My lord, you're so sweet. Um, It's true. I I think it's crazy because, like, both of us... um, are I would say both of us are bold people but we've probably not been bold all of our lives nope I know I haven't and I I think that a lot of that comes with discovering yourself and learning who you are and being true to yourself and having confidence in yourself and I think you know the you've always been you know like a very I think you've you've been a bold person but I think um I've definitely seen that grow as, you know, the longer that I've known you. Um, and, you know, of course, as you get those next, um, those different roles and everything. But it, I think it it all has to go back to, all goes back to just like being really um, authentic and mm-hmm. loving yourself and knowing that, you know, like you're good. And you've got it and yeah. um, you are willing to stand up for yourself and stand up for others and um, do what you feel is right. Yeah. I love how being bold ties into our the first week of the podcast, which is being authentic, because it really they really do hold hands, the two of those words. Yes, so that's really they totally cool. do. I mean, you can definitely be bold without being authentic but Mm -hmm. being the kind of bold that we're talking about I feel like is um it has to have authenticity 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 (laughs) authenticity right you're welcome I'm glad we don't have to do a spelling test (laughs) nope that's that's actually next uh as soon as we stop recording I'm gonna send you a pdf dang it (laughs) (laughs) well JC this has been incredible I really hope that all of you have been able to soak in what's been said. And I think it's so helpful to have um, examples from our lives of how we've been able to be bold. But the fact that being bold also comes with being nervous about it, and that's okay. So even if God is asking you to do something in your life and you're hesitant and it's taking you a little while to say yes, pray on it and just remember that there is a grand plan and it's probably a good thing that we can't see what that plan looks like because then we wouldn't be able to do bold things to get us to where we need to go or to be authentic. It all makes sense. So just remember that and show yourself some grace. If you're stuck in a spot where you really don't want to be bold, it's okay. You will get there. Pray for that courage. Pray for that confidence. Amen. Amen, sister. Woo! (laughs) So JC would really like to encourage all of you 
to yeah. be bold in your communities and to help others. So JC's plug, it's not a social media account. It's just a donate blood. JC wants you to go donate blood. Yes, please. There, there have been so many blood drives that have been canceled um, since COVID started and they're in major need. And I know that my mom has been the recipient many times from people donating blood and it has truly changed her life being able to receive that. Um, there was a point a couple of months ago where, um, it was really, it was really bad for a while and the blood transfusion changed her overnight. And so, um, you know, I'm so appreciative of people that continue to go out and do it. And I know they're taking extra precautions these days, um, even though they were super clean and wonderful before, but they're being like extra cautious these days. So not to get anyone sick. Um, so if you can, please go and donate blood. I would much appreciate it. Love it. Thank you, JC, for hopping on with us. Yes. Thanks for having me. We are so glad you're here from afar on the phone. I miss you. I miss you. Did that conversation end up being a love letter between JC and I? Absolutely. Am I here for it? Absolutely. Y'all, she is the brightest light in so many lives and her mom is such a fighter such a warrior i mean what amazing people to be able to consider friends i am the luckiest person in the world and so i encourage you to surround yourself with people that are bold people that are going to hold you accountable they're going to make you want to be bold you are the average of your friends that's one of the best things i've ever learned from the church Okay, that's an extreme, but it's one of the best things I've ever learned from the church is you are the average of your friends. And if you surround yourself with people that are bold and are willing to do what's necessary for God, you will follow suit, I promise you. And with being bold comes with being authentic. So it's kind of interesting to see how so far our first two words have really been connected. So next week, let's see if we can connect them again. We are going to show compassion C for Compassion is episode three, and the woman that I have coming on the podcast has a heart of gold, y'all. She is so compassionate, and I'm really, really excited for you guys to get to hear from her. So until then, give us a follow on Instagram at P for Podcast. We are currently on Anchor, and they are working on distributing our podcast to easier outlets for you guys to access. But thank you for everybody for listening to this week. Go give JC a follow. Go donate blood and have a great rest of your week.